Good morning and happy Tuesday, Internet, because we are here. The day has arrived once again. We have landed upon the footsteps, the doorsteps. Our footsteps have landed upon the doorsteps of the next step in our industrial revolution of mental excellence and unfiltered debauchery. Because in a world of ex. In a world of variety, you have all of it. You have everything, you have the good, you have the bad, and you have the in-between. That is called life. That is called the human experience. And that is what we all strive to accomplish every single day. Anytime you wake up and grab a, your significant other's booba, and you're just hoping, maybe this morning, you know, get a little frisky. Or if you wake up, go take a shower, head off to your job. Doesn't really matter. Ultimately, what you're doing is living. You're not living anybody else's life. Not a single one of you. It may feel like it. It may feel like we're vicariously looking and consuming and sucking in everybody else's lived experience. But ultimately, it's yours. Those are your peepers. Your peepers are seeing the world and they are telling your brain that this is what you are doing to live. So make sure that you have just a really good understanding of what that might be. Because as we start this Tuesday, man, it's going. I'm, a, I'm an hour late. That means I've already had an hour of talking in my brain that hasn't been expressed. So in a world of getting things done, it is freaking Tuesday, January 24th of 2023. And hello and welcome to the Marcus Morning Radio Show. Today, y'all, we got a show. Okay, we have... Um, I'm going to try to play uh, something that is out of date, but I don't even care. The thing from our friend that was supposed to be on Friday, but we had technical difficulties. I don't want to say what it is because it ruins a surprise. But today we're talking about some fun stuff, man. There's been some things going on. And as much as it's easy to talk about the doom, the gloom, and the boom, we're here to talk about people who ultimately, in spite of all the bad news, is living. Because we have a wide variety. We're talking about farmers who are using different colored sun filters to make more productive crops. We're talking about a doomsday clock that is meant to, to inspire and all it tends to do is provoke fear. And then we're talking about Canada and how they're kind of pushing the lines of what it means to have legal drug use as a, as a nation. You know, there's a bunch of other stuff going on in this world and ultimately you can't choose to focus on everything. But if you're going to focus on anything, you might as well hear it from a bald man. And that is me, your Marcus. I wanted to start this Tuesday off with a little bit of levity, a little bit of joy and a little bit of progress, the good kind of progress, the kind of progress that means that the world is better for everyone, not just for my needs and interests. So when you're making the world for be every, better for everyone, what exactly can you do? Well, for me, I decided to be funny and learn how to cook. Those are two things that I have brought into my life that honestly, there's very few people, very few people in this world who can match, let alone beat me, in either of those skill sets. Does that make me humble? No. Does it matter? No. Is it true? Yeah. <laughs> if it's not true, it matters. But because it's true, let's go. I'll have a laugh off. Yeah, you'd be amazed at how short it takes to find out what makes somebody laugh. Um, there's only you know, a few universal indicators um, that give people a giggle. And if you hit one of those notes, you're going to be good. Now, as much as you might think that this has to do anything with the science of laughing, you'd be wrong. Because as we talk about these farmers, so researchers harness sunlight to produce both power and food. 
Using sunlight to improve each harvest. Harvest. Well, no shit. People have been using the sun to grow food and power things since before there was electricity. You do realize that people used to just put things out in the sun and they would heat up in a container and then boom, we got food. You know, we've been growing, believe it or not, trees and plants have all grown off of the sun. I know this just seems like a new, a new highlight or a new understanding of the world, but no. <clears throat> plants need sun <laughs> and sun can be used to make power. But the point is, is how do you take a general understanding of the idiot like me, right? Like any, any asshole can say an idea is stupid because they make a snarky comment like that. But what happens when you're actually using science and actually using your brain? to take the obvious and make it um, amazing. Well, that's exactly what these people are doing. So scientists working in techno-agriculture, sound like a blogger, have found that by covering crops with canopies of translucent solar panels, they can separate the light, which generates energy from the light that leads to photosynthesis in plants. So now here's where Marcus tends to Make sure that the right questions are being asked. I love this idea. I love factory farming. I love the idea of, you know, for cities, especially because they're the ones that deserve the weird food. But I love the idea of instead of thousands upon thousands of acres of land being turned into sweet corn that we don't even eat, we turn into fuel and for agriculture eating. I love the idea of those thousands of acres going vertical, right? Just have like a shitty factory part in a part of town that's less, not part of town that's less desirable, that sounds funny, but where it's like hard to build homes. Make it work, work with the world, right? Work with the, the environment that is put forward to us. So instead of having these thousands of acres of farms, what they do is they stack the crops and they use hydroponics and artificial light. It's all inside, you control the temperature. It is amazingly efficient. There's a lot of people that don't like it though because well, I mean, arguably, it's completely and totally disconnected from nature. Essentially, scientists figured out what nutrients plant needs. They figured out how to put those nutrients in a water solution, and they have figured out how to flow water past those roots, and then food grows. Okay, so that's definitely not the way that nature tends to do it. But in a world of humanity, we have to work hard to adapt and overcome to make our impact as, little, as relatively unnegative as possible. And that's what scientists like these people are doing. They're trying to figure out how do we take either what we have and make it better. So doing land farming. So now all this farmland, picture a world where all this farmland is covered with solar panels, generating electricity, looking like just ass. Do you know how bad that would look? I would hate every minute of it. But it would. It would look terrible. It'd look like we'd look, live on a metal marble. I don't want this to happen but picture the in terms of practicality if this is in fact better if filtering out light and capturing the energy and only letting the good light through makes more food and stronger better healthier i'm all about it but there are parts where you got to wonder what would it look like driving through fields and instead of seeing cornfields and wheat fields we're seeing just a giant sea of solar panels there's a, there's a cost to everything, and all progress tends to have a cost. So in a world of moving forward, when you hear the news and you see the world is voting and changing the way it does things, don't be scared of the change. 
be educated about it. Because if you're educated about it, maybe you can have an impact or an influence that you didn't know you might have before. Because for me, as much as I'm okay with factory farming, I buy all of our food local. We buy our local food from local butchers. We try to make sure that our food is as normal and growing out of the ground as possible. And if you're educated and you take the time to make sure that you care just as much about the food coming in your body as the energy that you're putting out. So these researchers, man, I hope you're doing it the right way. I hope you're not only thinking about the science, but you're also thinking about the future of humans because we are more than creatures that just, we deserve beauty and we deserve nature, every single one of us. And if you don't have either of those in your lives, it's time to go get it. So enjoy this music and we'll be back with more news.
good
Alrighty, that was Blood from a Stone by Arch Tremors. Before we get back, let's hear a little bit of weather from our one and only Storyteller Merc. Storyteller Merc, what do you got? Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Got a cloudy Friday afternoon here in Pennsylvania. So we got a high of 45 and a low of 32 with winds gusting up to 16 miles per hour for you foreigner listeners that's seven degrees celsius for the high zero for the low and 26 kilometer an hour wind gusts it's going to be a bit chilly out there today so bundle up all right back to you marcus for the latest news thank you storyteller mark for that beautiful and always accurate weather report whether you're here nor there the united states or europe i don't care if you got weather that you want to share, feel free to reach out in our Discord because I would love to feature you and your local weather on the Marcus Morning Radio Show. And just like Storyteller said, back to you, Marcus. Hey, all right. <laughs> so, again, that was weather from our very own Storyteller Merc. Thank you, Storyteller Merc. It was wonderful to hear about your neck of the woods. We are not done, though, as we continue on this wonderful trip of news, talk, and all things the world. We keep our heads on straight because only an idiot and a Sith works in absolutes. So when we talk about issues, we don't only focus on the things that might seem like they have an obvious answer because not all things are as simple as you may think. As this next article goes to show more than anyone else or anything else, that in a world of black and white, you can never forget that there is also gray. When it comes to drug use, addiction, um, and overdosing, that is a touchy subject. If you've had the unlucky circumstance of having drugs negatively impact your life, the people you love's lives, or your family's lives, it can be a devastating thing. It can bring out the worst in a person. You can take a person that is, that is truly good at heart and turn them into a criminal. It is amazing the power that drug use has on an individual. And with all that being said, it's not as clear and as simple as saying that drugs are bad. There's a lot of complex nuances that are involved when you talk about the world of illicit and hard drugs. There's people that have been drugs on drugs their entire lives and they have never been a burden to society once. There's people who take drugs for one time and one time only. And after that, they become completely and totally addicted and their lives go into ruins. So in a world where it's not as clear that something is inherently bad, how does an advanced and modern and moral society move forward while still ensuring that individual freedoms are respected while also understanding that certain freedoms do have to be taken away to protect the public? It is quite the razor's edge that you can walk when it comes to drug use. Well, in Vancouver, Canada, we love Canada, America's hat, it's beautiful. They have, and most recently they have some more liberal 
um, ideologies when it comes to drug use. Now, in certain places in the U.S., there's things called safe injection sites. They're they're in the EU and they're in uh, you know kind of all over the world, depending on where you're at. And essentially, what a safe injection site is is a place where somebody can bring their own drugs that are in fact illegal to have, consume, or create. But a world of drug addiction, we understand that drug addiction is real. And one idea that people have is if we give these drug users a place to inject with where they'll be supervised, there's medical care. If they OD, we can save them. But by doing this, we'll be able to get them the help they need and we'll be able to um, help ultimately de- uh, destroy the drug problem. Because the only true way to stop drug use in the world is to have a society that doesn't have reasons to take those drugs in the first place. And when a world where those drug or those reasons can be good and bad, addiction, party, certain places have tried different things to try to curve the honestly unbelievably growing epidemic of drug deaths and just ultimately people on drugs living in the streets. It's not a bad, it's not a good thing, y'all. So in Canada, one man is taking quite the uh, interesting approach, I would say. So if you think of a safe injection site as a place where people who have nowhere else to go and no choice but to take these drugs, that's the argument. Doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. So what if we did... What if I just took my head and just shoved it straight up my ass? (laughs) You think that would be something? You think that would change the fucking world? I took my own head and shoved it straight up my own ass? I turned down the bit rate. See if that helps. Motherfuckers, man. Damn it. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying. I had good... I was was in such a groove. I was in such a groove. 
But I'm just, I'm losing, I'm losing all the internet. 42%. Fuck. All right, we're going to... How's it look for you guys? Is anybody here? Trying to see. I mean, okay, so I'm watching up here now. Because obviously if that thing's red, that sucks. But it shows the problem is the amount of... That's fucking crazy, man. It is crazy how much I'm losing. Um. Yes, you are, Bubbles. And the world is better because of it. Um. Oh, 12,000 bit right now, huh? Ah, <sighs> oh, shit. That's so unfortunate. Um, I'm debating, right? Because if, if it smooths out, I can get back on my rant and kind of let it, let, you know, let it start up again. But when you're looking at 50% uh, frame drops, Due to network, bro, you or the wife send me a detailed list of your issues, the fixes they've done. I'm gonna talk to my guy. Um, yeah, dude, I'll send you a, I'll send you a, a, a list. I mean, they they don't do anything. They just recently replaced the modem, but the, it's just unbelievable. My in, my upload just it just drops. It drops to the floor. It's like. I was going to say Lady Gaga, but does she drop it like it's hot? I'm not sure. I haven't followed the Gaga in a while. It's been a, it's been a minute. Yeah, so we... Man, I, yeah, a lot of F-bombs, Bubbles. That's the most recent communications. This dumb jackass was here trying to tell me. The thing is, is like I've learned when somebody thinks they're smart, I just let them think they're smart. I don't fight them anymore. Because I don't have the time to listen to Sam, the idiot, try to tell me that it has to do with the security edge on my account that I don't have, but he's too incapable of proving it by bringing up my account details on his phone. No, I can't do that. Wait, you can't bring up my account as a Comcast technician? No, I can't. I don't have service. By the time I bring it up, it, you know. And I just looked at him and I was like, huh. Huh. And I just kept saying, huh. Because I wanted to yell at him. I wanted to scream at him. But I was, I'm working on my temper. I'm working on calming down. Right? So as I debated, does he get both barrels? Does this jackass of jackasses get both fucking barrels? I said, maybe not. <laughs> I said, maybe not. So I just said, okay. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. And then I had to walk away for a second because I was getting so pissed and I just kept saying, huh, huh. Cause like I, I wanted to, I wanted to say more words and I, my body wouldn't let me, it just, it wouldn't let me do it. Wouldn't let me scream at him. So hopefully I can, I think we're stable. We're stable as my mental well being. All right, y'all, let's try to relaunch. Let's get back into this. This was a cool story. It was interesting because I like, I, I, this is one of the ones 
where I do have a stance, and I'll tell you the stance at the end, um, but I fully and totally uh, understand both sides. I, I struggle with making this one black and white. There's a lot of things I don't mind saying there's, this is the right way, this is the wrong way. Drug use is a tough one. It's really tough. Because it's so obvious on both sides that each person's right. And when you have two extremely obvious right answers about the same subject that are on the different sides of each other, ooh, how do you make a definitive statement? When you, like, you'd have to ignorantly ignore evidence to come up with that definitive statement. Uh, Bubbles, she's on a walk with the peoples. Um, <laughs> uh, but I love having technicians on my, on my uh, team, man. I'll tell you, these techs don't give a shit. They don't care. They don't. They're unwilling to believe that there's a bigger issue than just, like, the stingers are too long. When he told me that the stinger was too long, oh, I could just, I could cut him. <laughs> Not really, but I just, I felt so, I was just like, oh my God, I used to fucking run this cable. I, like, I know more than you, but I just, I don't care anymore about that. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, my life is not meant to fight um, against idiots. So in a world where we continue forward, and the world of drugs is a complicated one. A man in Vancouver <laughs> is um, opening up a uh, store where you, you can not only do the drugs there, uh, supervised medically and all that, but you can actually buy your opioids, cocaine, methamphetamine, and MDMA, which is interesting. That is crazy, man, because before... Yeah, they're just super busy, actually. Uh, before, um, at least the government wasn't sponsoring drug use, you know? Because what this is, this is a three-year pilot pro project approved by Health Canada. So, like, this is a funded thing. And ultimately, obviously, they have a hypothesis. Their hypothesis is if we give people a store to buy drugs... They won't die from them. That's a bold theory to take. It's a bold strategy and it's a bold theory. Because I don't know how that works. I mean, now granted, in a world of you rack and stack safety, this, you know, in, this, in the idea of safety, if, if your drugs are coming from a store, there is way less of a chance that, but not impossible, but way less of a chance that you're getting... Um, that you're getting contaminated drugs. Yes, we're, ta we're talking Canada. Uh, before we were talking about the injection sites here in the US, the injection sites here in the US, I have mixed feelings about, but in Canada, starting January 31st, <laughs> you, this dude is selling, he's selling opioids, cocaine, methamphetamine, and MDMA. And that's interesting. And on, not on top of that, the reason why he can is because starting January 31st, um, the decriminalization, as long as you have up to, but not more than 2.5 grams of the aforementioned drugs, it's good. It's Gucci. Now that I'm a lot, it's, there's a lot less mugginess there. All right. When it comes to individual adults taking drugs, 
I mean, you're a grown-up. Accept the risk. Accept the responsibility. And then as soon as you become a burden to society, don't expect to be a participant in it anymore. Now, that's the very easy statement to say. But again, people fuck up all the time. We're cool with somebody slamming cheeseburgers until they die of diabetes. Or we're fine with somebody jumping off a cliff because they have an adrenaline rush. That's all good if they die. But no, where we draw the line is when people die from drugs. The main reason why that's the case is because it's money, man. It just It's a burden to have a bunch of... Drugs don't just straight kill people. They ruin people's lives. That's the big thing, right? They don't just make people die in the street. Like you jump off a cliff, you fall in the woods and die. That's one person. There's not, a, there's not you know, 20-something plus people every day dying from drugs um, or d- dying from jumping off a cliff. Because if you did, there'd be fences on every cliff you could ever see. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, we're losing, we're losing them all. I don't know what's going on. It's just broken. It's just broken. Oh, the internet is broken. Well, I'm going to try to finish this if nothing else. So, um, now this program allows this dude to open up a store to sell these drugs. He's got a pretty wild history, right? Like rehabilitated ex-criminal. And he had a brother who died of drug use, right? He had a brother who died of overdosing. <laughs> so the fact that this dude is willing to sell the very product that killed a family member, it really goes to show that he ultimately just, he believes that this is going to work, that it's going to help. And the idea is by getting rid of the bad drugs, getting people to buy drugs from the government or by the regulated industries, you lessen the risk. And by lessening the risk, you mitigate the expense and the drain. And like what is um, making drugs bad in the first place. I have my doubts though. I definitely have my doubts. So in a world where this might be our last article for the day, because I don't have internet, um, enjoy the music.
Oh boy, here we go. Round two. What do we do? Seriously though, let me just start it out by saying y'all are freaking great. Now, don't worry, I, my uh, my my magnifying glass. I'll just set over there real quick. Um, I don't know why would I have a magnifying glass. It doesn't have a doesn't actually have a magnifying glass on it. I don't know, man. What do you want me to do? The internet's broken. You know what's weird is it breaks when I talk. It's like my voice is too strong for it. Must be those long stingers, huh, Lindsay? Because, you know, my voice is, it makes those long stingers um, cause the upload to get fucked. Because that's how the internet works. And there's a short, only the upload gets fucked up. Right? Bubbles, you big, beautiful man. I'm too powerful. It can't handle our greatness and it can't handle our love. We're too beautiful. We're too bold. We're too bald. God dang it. And we're just, we're saying, you know, it's the government, really, if you think about it. They're the ones, they're after us. They're after us because they know we're speaking the truth. They're coming for the man at the top, and they don't understand that I'm the one on the bottom. 
See, what they do is they set you up. They know. They have this whole algorithm. So in the Department of Internet uh, Freedom Oppressor Co. Incorporated. Why would it be incorporated if it's government? Because they're a subsidiary that they hide. Because if it's the government, there's different laws, but compared to a private enterprise. So what the government does is that they set up these corporations that allow them to subvert the shortcomings of the federal law. So the reason they come at me is they're like, okay, so we can't, they can't just shut off my internet. That's illegal. But what, what can they do? What is legal? They can go to Comcast and they can say, listen, hey, this guy, he's starting to edit real good. He's starting to get his word out there. People are listening to what he's saying. But there's not enough people listening that if we fuck it up for him, anybody will give a shit. So what we got to do is we got to get him before he gets big because that guy, that Marcus guy, that bald man, threat to national power. I didn't say security because we're plenty secure. <laughs> but I tell you, I would not anybody out preaching independence, anybody out preaching self-motivation, anybody telling y'all to live your life in spite of those cocksuckers telling you how to live, they don't want me talking. They don't. So what they're doing, what they're doing is they sent out a bulletin straight to the internet council and they said, get him, get the bald man. Don't let him speak. Every tech you send to his house, make him a piece of shit. Every person he calls on the phone, act like they'd never have heard about him, even though he makes a point to tell them to take notes in their stupid accounts. Okay, just treat, it, treat him like an asshole every single time you talk to him. And before you know it, before you know it, we'll get him, and he'll give up. And you know what? Fuck you, man. You ain't getting me. You think you think you could get me? You think after all the shit I've done, all the shit I've seen, all the things I've engaged with, you think I'm going to quit just because my upload speed goes down? I will make a hamster-powered internet wheel if I have to. I don't give a shit. I will go to ham radio. I will go to public. public. I don't care. I'll go wherever wherever I need to go. So that the word of Marcus can be brought from this mouth to your ears because the world needs to see it because you deserve the best and you ain't getting it from anybody else. <clears throat> so, in a world of assholes trying to make us scared and keep us quiet and keep us complacent, who's ever heard of the doomsday clock? <laughs> The doomsday clock is the way a bunch of jackasses control the only bit of power they've ever been able to uh, obtain. And guess how they got it? Through fear. That's right, back in the 40s, Albert Einstein and a bunch of other nerds got together and they figured out what it meant for humanity to be about to die. Now don't get me wrong, we're always on the brink. We are one farting elevator away from Black Plague 2.0. Okay, we've gotten to the point now where we've eaten too much ass for the medical system to even keep up. Okay, there's new super viruses coming out that just, even aliens are like, nah, man, we'll come back. Right? But that's okay, because in spite of it, we pushed through. We kicked the shit out of polio. We beat the Black Plague. We killed, well, COVID. <laughs> but, like, you see what I mean? We're doing it, and we're going we're gonna to survive the tech people. We're going to survive the fear mongers. We're going to survive the news cycle. We're going to survive the negativity. And when you got people like these assholes 
they're not assholes. They're actually pretty smart. They are trying to do good. But essentially what you have is you have an organization. Okay? From the, Atom the Atomic Scientist Organization. Is that their whole name? That'd be a bad name. Okay? But the, this is the article. The world is closer to catastrophe than ever. Oh, you don't say? I wonder why. You, you're going to have that same question at the end of this article. Okay, the metaphorical measure of challenges to humanity was reset to 90 seconds before midnight on Tuesday. So to give you an idea of how scared you need to be. So right now we're 90 seconds to midnight, which means we're 90 seconds to the end of the world, apparently. But if it makes you feel better, we've been 100 seconds from dis disaster since 2020. So, I mean, the fact, I don't know what seconds they're using, but I feel like if that's the ratio, we got time. We got lots of time. But look, I wish, I want to show you guys this picture because the picture is what really sold it for me. Okay, look at this picture. It just, it just pisses me off. I know there's a lot of things that piss me off. This is one of them. Look at this stupid picture of these people. Um, this is how they revealed it, right? So in, the, in a world of scientists trying to tell us that we are the youth of the nation, such a good song. No, but we are, the world's in peril, right? The world is, in, is on the brink of doomology and we're going down in flames. That's the idea, right? They moved us closer to doomsday. And if you're going to move it closer to doomsday, because you know how that works, okay? You might as well make it a goddamn photo op that's nice and consumable. This is how a bunch of power nerds decided to tell the world, world's day, we're about, we're closer to doom. And th their main reason on why they moved it forward was the UK, Ukraine. Um, uh, conflict but listen to me here's the part that makes me upset this is why I get so mad and why I don't understand why people think it's just so normal to think the world's going to end all the time okay all of this song and dance this production this guy wearing that awkwardly tight but also loose shirt right but too good for a jacket dirty hair right these are the people that we're supposed to be trusting and this bitch can't even put on a jacket all right so in first and foremost you're losing credibility there's there's literally three people on this panel that i trust right now and it's betty white freaking asian donald trump and the dude dying in, from cancer on the left all right we clearly have the most qualified people keeping our best interests at heart but in a world where the new up and comings can't even wear a tie and it, but his pants are up to his belly button. I'm supposed to give a shit that this clock, it's not even a full clock, has been moved, has been moved 10 seconds to doom. Yeah, it's 10 seconds to doom because the top buttons on that guy's shirt is fitting on his titties. It doesn't make sense. Why am I supposed to care? The, here's why. Do you know how you tell the world that it's going to die? Not with a $3,000 graphic of a quarter of a clock. That ain't how you do it, okay? When she took the sheet off, the old lady almost took a digger into the ground. She was off balance. This is poorly planned. Do you get my point, though? If you're trying, if you are trying to educate the world and it truly matters, why does it have to be such a song and dance, man? 
And I don't ca I don't buy the answer. Well, you have to because people don't consume it otherwise. Then it looks like the world is 80 seconds to doom, right? It just it's it's unbelievable how how little people don't realize how foolish they are being. These are arguably some of the smartest people and they don't see how absolutely ridiculous the concept of a clock saying that we're 90 seconds to midnight. Listen here, Johnny Cochran. It ain't 1945 anymore. And it's time we have a little bit more realistic representation of the people who are supposed to be keeping us safe. So in a world of restarts, resets, <laughs> and words I can't say anymore, we're going to see if the internet stays true, which it looks like it is, and we will be back tomorrow with more news, but here in about 15 minutes with some more talking. Thank you guys for being here for the show. I apologize for the technical difficulties, but I'll tell you what, if we're 90 seconds to doomsday, grab somebody you love, kiss them on the face. And if you don't have anybody, go find a mirror and let's get awkward. Much love y'all. And we'll see you real soon. Bye-bye. Society, you suck. <laughs> Say no. Say no! no.